Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. I am flying Han Solo this evening on Spotify Green Room, recapping the Houston Rockets' 12th loss in a row. If you are joining me live here on Spotify Green Room, I want to hear from you. Because Here's the thing. First of all, I'm taking any and all calls tonight. I want to hear from Red Nation as it pertains to this game. I mean, the Rockets lose 116 to 101. We'll talk about this game. The State of the Union was this week by the President of the United States. Maybe it's time that we here at the Dream Shake I should say the dream take via the dream shake. Talk about the state of the union for the rocket fund. What the hell are the rockets doing? That's it. That is a very real question. Okay. For rockets fans out there, because you look at the box score tonight. Okay, Eric Gordon played 30 minutes tonight. He scored 11 points, four of seven from the field. Why is Eric Gordon playing for this team at this point? They're 15 and 48 on the season. And I'm honestly like doing this show right now and trying to figure out which way I should go because, and that's why I'm inviting anybody and everybody that is listening to this show right now to try and and figure out like, and and, and dear friend of the show, Adam's going to come up and join Adam. Here's my question, right? What the hell are the Rockets doing? Like, I'm, old, I, I'm so over the same monotonous bullshit. Because that's all this is. They're trotting out the same thing every single night. Same, drop it down to Christian Wood at the three-point line. Let him go to take some stupid shot. Let him score 22-10 and 10 in meaningless basketball. You know, what's his name? Jalen Green, 7 of 14. Why is he only shooting the ball 14 times? Why is Deshaun Nix only playing two minutes? Like, none of this makes sense. Why is Alperin Shangun only playing 22 minutes? Like, what are we doing here? 
I I don't know, to be quite honest. And I haven't I haven't really had a good sense of what what we're trying to accomplish um for a greater part of the season. And I and I think I think I think we also have to just to con- uh, congratulate the Rockets on being officially the worst basketball team in the NBA. I'm they, not congratulating them on shit, Adam. I'm not sar- doing sar- it sarcastically, but no, no, no. I know, I know. But to 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 elaborate on what you said and what Sean is saying in the chat, saying trying to get the worst record. You know why that sentiment means nothing to me, and it shouldn't mean anything to you or any other Rockets fan out there. What's the one reason why getting the worst record in the NBA means absolutely nothing? Because you have a kind of flat, flat odds last, you know, bottom four teams have equal chances. So really doesn't make a difference. Bingo. What did they do last year? They had the worst record by five games and still didn't get the number one overall pick. And it's a different game and it's a different mentality, but Anybody who listens to this show for the past year plus, when they drafted Jalen Green, I wanted Evan Mobley. When they traded James Harden, I wanted Jared Allen. Why? Because this team doesn't have a rim protector. You just gave up 31 points and nine rebounds to DeMarcus Cousins? Are you kidding me? Are Are you joking? They're not trying to be the worst team in the league. That that's what make this that's what makes this worst. You know, worse. They're actually trying, and they're just they're just finding themselves to be the worst team in the league. So if they were not trying to be the worst team in the league, Eric Gordon wouldn't be playing. You know, you Christian Wood wouldn't be a rocket if they were trying to be the worst team in the league. Exactly. You know, so they're they're trying, and they're you know they're. They're failing at being at being good. Uh, but the thing that Sean says in the chat, it's a five-player draft, and at worst, you get the fifth pick. That's a loser mentality, Sean. Like it would say, when did when did the fan when did fan bases, Adam, get so damn complacent and soft? That's a soft and and I love Sean. I, I mean, I see Sean in our in our chats almost every show. And Sean, you know a lot about this team and about the sport, and I respect your opinion a whole hell of a lot, my man. And you're more than welcome to come on this show any day of the week that ends in Y that we're doing this show. But that's a loser mentality is how I feel. What, it's a five-player draft, and the worst you're going to get is the fifth pick? So? Who cares? What? Like, in the NBA, the draft means nothing to me. And outside of the top three picks – you're probably not going to get a guy who's going to be a difference maker. Is that fair or unfair, Adam? On an annual basis, if you're drafting outside of the top three, you're probably not going to get a guy that transforms your team in any way, shape, or form outside of being a decent to good role player. That's very fair. And that's even that's even more you're it's even more unlikely if you have a coaching staff that just wouldn't know how to use that player, where it takes takes the coaching staff 50 games to to let Jalen Green know that it's okay to take a mid-range jumper, you know, where, where it's, it's, you know, so there's so many instances, so many things that you could point out and all, all you hear is just, 
you got to have sympathy for Stephen Silas. You know, he, he started with Rus- Russell Westbrook and James Harden, and look at the team that he's, you know, look at the team and, that he's been left with. He's a big reason why we are the way we are. And if, if we aren't trying to lose, that means that they truly do not believe in KPJ and some of the pl- some of the players that they've been talking about so highly, and that's not the truth. They they do believe in these players, but that's also why I just I don't get I don't get high uh, high on this team when they play well because when they play well, they're just making making kind of an inordinate amount of their shots. It doesn't mean that they're playing good basketball. They're playing the same brand of isolation heavy basketball that nobody else in the league is playing. You know, that's like. Right. Well, let's, Adam, you and I, let's bring up Harvey real quick uh, into the conversation. Harvey, welcome to the show, my man. How are you? Harvey. Harvey going once. Harvey going twice. Yes, yes, yes. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. What's up, Harvey? No, you're good, my uh, man. Welcome to the uh, show. Um, yeah, I seen the, I didn't know that the mute button was there. No, but, you're good, uh, my man. Yeah, man. It's, you know what? I, I'm not even mad that the Rockets are, are just on this losing streak. I'm mad, but, you know, at this point, I really can't do nothing about it. It's, it's just don't make no sense to be mad. Um, to me, I really feel like the team would be good when Jay Sean Tate is starting at the three instead of the four. He's he's under, he's he's an undersized four. Um, at this point, we just need to get the best prospects as possible. Um you know, well, let me let me, ask, let me Harvey Harvey let me ask you this real quick right How, you're a diehard fan I'm assuming I'm right? a diehard fan I'm a okay. diehard Rockets fan why are you not mad like wh- why is there no anger are you just it's, it's, it's are, you, are, are you are you are you just I'm numb I'm numb to the there league. it is okay so you're numb you're just you're pissed beyond belief but you're just yeah, used to the to the crap that they've put out there for two years. I, I, no, I, I won't say used to the crap. I okay. look at the roster and I'm just, I, I have the expectations of, you know, they're, they're not going to do anything with this. Like you, you can't sit up here and look at this roster and really believe that, Hey, they're going to do something with this. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter who the coach is. I don't think no coach can turn this roster around into just a winner, just like that. You know, so it, it's it's we're between in a rock and a hard place. But at the end of the day, we've competed with the Warriors with KD and all of that. So I feel like we do need to rebuild. It's time to do it. When Harden left and we couldn't win with Harden, it's time to rebuild. Look at Memphis. Look at all these other teams that has five to ten years worth of first round draft picks and they squandered them off. We haven't been losing like that. So I, I'm I'm a, I'm willing to be a little bit more patient as far as with these Rockets team because we ain't been losing for a whole decade. You know, we, we haven't been it's not like we've been in the bottom bottom cell of the Western Conference for a whole decade like Sacramento or any any other team that's like in the east or the Cavaliers. You know, uh, uh, we haven't been any one of those teams. So I'm willing to sit here and just to, I'm willing to sit and try to see what they can get out of this rebuild. Adam, what are your thoughts? I like it. Harvey, Harvey, that's fire. I mean, you you brought a lot to the table there. Adam, real quick, what's your rebuttal I, to that? I think you you know what you uh what you are. You know, we know what this team is after a year and a half. And under under the current coaching staff, it's not gonna get any better. I hope that they just they just, they just don't want to fire Silas mid-season. 
and they're hope you know, and they already have somebody else in in you know in mind, you know, to to replace him because I I don't I don't think he's the right the right coach to get the best out of Jalen Green. If I, I I miss you know you know you know how like people say they miss the old Kanye. I miss the old Jalen Green. I no one's the, saying they miss the old Kanye. The old no, Kanye just, was I'm, crap too. I miss the old Kanye. No, you know I, I, he's better than the new Kanye. But, but, that's not okay. That's not saying much, Harvey. But uh, but I but I miss the Jalen Green that was like I'm I'm I should be the number one pick. I'm the you know I'm the cockiest player in the in the, in the room. You they, know what? They changed him. You know, like he he isn't the same dude that he was in summer league. You know. And a lot of that, I think, is just the Rockets, man. I think it's the coaching staff, and and I I, I don't care who we get in the draft, we're not going to get the best results if it's Stephen Silas and his coaching staff. You know, Ooh, I like it, Harvey. Let me ask you a question: How many games have you been to this year? I've actually, uh, well, you know what? I've been to like four games this year. My okay. girlfriend is a Celtics fan, so in the beginning of the season. My girlfriend, we went to the Celtics game, and they kicked our ass, and I had to live through that. Um, I went to the Lakers game when we when Jalen Green missed the shot, and they almost had it. Um, I think I went to uh, I went to a, I went to the Clippers game, like one of the earlier Clippers games. Uh, I've been to like four games this season. I, okay. I, I'll be honest, I went to like four games. So let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all both something, right? I I was born in 1990. Okay, I was born in '88. Okay, so we're we're on the same vibe. We're on the same. Yeah, we're on the same vibe. Yeah. Okay. You know what? You know the only thing that matters to me, and I think to guys like Jay Johnson in the chat, the only thing that matters to me is the win loss column. I don't give a rip about draft, free agency. None of that matters to me. You can go spend two hundred million dollars in free agency if your team wins twelve games in a season. None of that matters. I'm a, I am a results-driven fan. I don't want to hear about draft odds, draft lot. None of that means anything to me, Harvey. Well, that means you can't be the Memphis Grizzlies then. Because they got nothing. They got, why no, why no, would no, we no, compare? No, 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 Hold up, hold up. Because they got they got John Morant. They had Jaron Jackson before then. And he wasn't doing nothing like that. They they well for when they got it, it takes one player. They got Desmond Bain in in one draft, and they got John ja Morant number two overall, and he's changed the whole trajectory. He so hasn't done ja anything. Morant, he's done nothing. What? He's done nothing. What have they well, done? He, in the, he, he well, hold on, hold on, Harvey. What have they done in the playoffs? He hasn't done anything. But what I'm okay. saying is that's all that matters. Trajectory. I, you you know what? You're right. Trajectory it, means it, nothing, though. Yes, it means it nothing. Mean, it, it means nothing, but when the Rockets was winning 55 and 68 games, yep. when they was kicking, when they was kicking the Memphis Grizzlies' butt, and they were sweeping them, and they we had we had no problems with the small competition. That small competition is starting to come up now. If you look at the you look at the playoff brackets, you look at the, the teams. Most of the teams that's in there, they got multiple first round draft picks, that, and that they've been building on for two and three years. When they were sorry and nobody said nothing. When when the, when the Rockets was competing with Golden State and everybody else said, "Oh no, we don't want that fight." Nobody said nothing about these other teams tanking and getting first round picks. So as far as I'm concerned, the Rockets were the only team that compete with the KD Warriors. They need to have time to rebuild. We, we the Rockets have always been pivoting to superstar to superstar. When Yamin and T Mac went down. We've always pivoted to another superstar. 
this time with Harden going out, we don't have that luxury anymore. So we, we're going to have to be sorry. It is what it is. I, I, I've accepted it. I'm it is. Sorry. I've accepted it, it. It is what it is. But at the same time, Adam, I want your take on this, Harvey. They've put themselves in this bad situation by terrible front office decisions. That's true. To not take back Jared Allen in the Harden deal was a mistake. You're right. To and, take, and, you know, we we we've already had we we had this conversation maybe two or three months ago about Jared Allen. And, and to and, also and, take to take right. to you're take right Jalen Green over Evan Mobley was a mistake. It was a mistake. Now, do I do I like do I like Jalen do I like Jalen Green? I like Jalen Green a whole hell of a lot. But I think Evan Mobley was the right pick. Adam, would you have taken Evan Mobley or Jalen Green at two? Hindsight's you know twenty twenty. It's it at the time you know Jalen Green's consensus guy, and and we still he was not the consensus guy though. Can we agree that Jalen Green is not being used yeah. right in this Houston exactly. Rockets system? We, we, don't, we, we, we don't know who's going to be better in, in two years, three years, five years. Time. We, we just I, I'm going to say this. K. Cunningham usage is like 26. Uh, 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 Jalen Green is like in 22, 21. So you mean to tell me K. Cunningham has the, over, has the freedom to do whatever he wants in Detroit. He makes the pass. He can shoot. He, had, he can shoot as many shots as Jeremy Grant shoot on that team. Jalen Green does not have that luxury. Jalen Green does not have that luxury to say, here, here goes the basketball. We can, You can do whatever you want to do with the basketball, and we're going to live with it. No, Jalen Green has four or five other players that has to get the ball, that has to get theirs before, like, K is the main the main end-all, be-all. Jaylen, Evan Mobley, he's like the second, maybe third option on the team. It's not a it's 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 not a comparison to that. So let me ask you both this question, just very simply, yes or no. Would you fire Steven Silas to hire Sam Cassell? Mm. I, I would mm. hire Sam Cassell. I would hire Dan Tony. I would hire you know, Atkinson. I would, there are there are a number of players, there are a number I, of I, coaches that I would hire before Steven Silas. At this point, I, I just want to get rid of Silas. I'm willing to give Silas. This next year coming up with these draft picks, I'm willing to give him. I'm willing to give him one more year, and that's it. I'm willing to give him one more year, and that's it. And that's just because of optics. That's just because we don't. For me, as far as the optics, I don't want to fire Silas too early into this. I want if if Silas is going to get fired, Silas needs to be like he he has to be the fault of this. And to me, right now, with what Silas was supposed to come in with. And what he's came out with so far in these past two years, it don't equal up. So for me, even though I feel like Silas is not using Jalen Green in the correct way, I still want to give him another year just to see, just to, to kind of clarify it all. Because when we do fire him, I don't want to hear nothing about the, oh, we fired the black coach. And, oh, oh come, get, on. No, come, come on. No, come on. Harvey, you know Harvey, Harvey come on, man. What do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean I know how it is? What are you talking about? No, because, come on. You're not going to no, no, you don't. No, you don't fire is, him because of that. You fire him because he sucks. Okay, I don't care if he's I black. Agree. I don't care if he's but white, I blue, I green, white, or orange. I don't give a damn. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's about what he came into coach and what he's coming as the outcome. He came into coach Harden. 
Westbrook, a team that was supposed to get to the playoffs, supposed to be a contender. What he came with, what he came out with into that was no Harden, no Westbrook, a whole young team that he has to build through. So I have to give him at least two to three years to try to fizzle through that because I could see if Silas knew that, hey, I'm coaching a young team and I got to do what I got to do. No, Silas was here to coach Westbrook and Harden. He but you know what, Coach Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. and all these other guys. If that is the case, though, do you know how bad a mismanagement that is of the head coaching it's bad. position? Yep. Because yep. you're bringing in a guy who has never been a head coach before to lead your team to the promised land. That doesn't make any sense. Yep. So that's yep. why I think you brought him in to coach because I think when they brought him in, they knew that Harden had one foot out the door. And they wanted to bring him in because he had experience with coaching youth in Dallas, which also doesn't make any sense to me that he gets as much love as he does for Dallas. And here's a hot take for you, Harvey, and everybody else listening out there. For all the love love that Luka Doncic gets in Dallas, he's never been out of the first round of the playoffs. Uh, So you want to to anoint these guys? At least he won six games with the Clippers. I feel you. And, no, and, listen, I'm and with that's you. That's the thing that everybody said that was supposed to win a championship uh, two year, two three years ago. Everybody said, "Hey, the Clippers are going to win a championship." So if Luka Doncic can go six, seven games with the team that everyone that said that the Clippers was supposed to win a championship, that's not a slouch. It's not a slouch, but you know what? You and I, okay, and and Adam, I feel like you fall in this category as well. You know what I grew up in? You play on the blacktop. You go to 11 by ones and twos. You lose, you get the hell off the court. It's not about who has the best looking team or who all the kids in class are talking about, who has the best chance at staying as king of the court. It's about you get on the court and it's about results. It's about the win-loss column. And to be fair to the conversation, Luca ain't got shit in the win-loss column. Jean Morant, who does great things during the regular season, ain't got shit in the win-loss column. Well, they, Silas, Steven Silas has nothing in the loss column. He's pissed off the entire fan base. It's time for him to go. Yeah, uh, oh, look, okay, look, I, I say fire him mid-season next year. That's, What's the that's, difference? That's my thing. Why would you my, do that? Because the then you're wasting all of next year. Well, who you who you got that's going to replace him? Who's better? I would, you know what? In all honesty, I would bring up the I can't pronounce his name. I I have it written down, but I I don't want to mispronounce it. The the oh, Vipers coach, Jay, Jay, uh, Jason Tate coach. No hell no that that bum <laughs> that bum should go. I'm talking about the the Vipers coach. The Vipers, oh, the coach, Vipers is more, coach is more impressive than than Silas. I would go hire Sam Cassell. I would. I would do. You know what? You laugh? If you ask me straight up, who would I rather have coached this team next year, Becky Hammond or Steven Silas? I take Becky Hammond. Wow. 100%. Mm. You're going to talk you know about what? an impressive I, I internship it. under yeah. under Popovich? I yeah. think I think Sean is 100% dead on. I would take Becky Hammond over Steven Silas every single day of the week to coach this team. At least it's interesting. It's different. It's fun. Because no one's having fun on this team right now. I ain't having fun watching this team. Adam, you having fun watching this team right now? 
I'm not having fun yeah. watching this soon. Definitely not. Definitely not. I, I you know, I, I, I kind of zone in and out of game. And I'm going to say this until Jay Sean Tate is a starting small forward, him or KJ Martin. If you got Jay Sean Tate starting that power forward, we ain't winning nobody games. I'm sorry. 100%. It is what it is. So let me ask a couple questions here to both of you. Why is Deshaun Nix playing two minutes in a game when you are 15 and 48? Why is Eric Gordon playing 30 minutes? Why is K.J. Martin only getting 19 minutes when he only shot three or four from the field? He had four rebounds. He had a couple of assists. He was only a minus four when he was on the court. That sounds Uh, like a coach trying to save his job, I'll be honest with you. Why is Josh Christopher only getting 18 minutes? Why is Jalen Green only getting 14 shot attempts? Why is Chris- trying to save his job. I, I, I'll be honest. Well, Sal is trying to save his job, man. I, t- I mean, that's a fair point. Harvey, He's just I, trying I to save his that. job, bro. Like, because if, you, if you're not going to play no young guys, you're going to sit up here and play the veterans all these minutes, you're trying to save your job. That's, that's, that's the only thing you can, you can even equate to that because how can you give – Veteran minutes, and you give when you're not giving the rookie minutes because, huh? We done? All right, cool. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I just feel like he's 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 giving he's trying to save his job at this point. He 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 wants to be here for this rebuild, and he's he's told for them something that he can do this and do that, and it's not coming to fruition. So now he's just trying to save his job. Adam, do you disagree? I don't know what he's doing. Like this whole season, like it, it basically comes down to I don't know because no, nobody holds Silas accountable. All these post game interviews, you know, press conferences, he doesn't say anything, and nobody, nobody ties him down to answer any of these questions. Nobody asks him, you know, how he, you know, why he's doing what he's doing, and a lot of it's just because we're a terrible team and nobody cares about us, so he he gets let off the the hook. And doesn't have to explain his decision making, you know, like and, and I understand he came in here and what at, you know, at a certain situation and we're in a com- completely different one. But he's underperformed whatever expectations that we've had from from last year to this year. And next year, if you come into the if you come into the season with KPJ as a point guard, you're still just going to win 20 to 25. Games. And at that point. That I mean, and that's not on KPJ. You know, that's on Silas. He just he he just does not. I don't trust his decision making about who to play, who he values, who can lead this team into being a possible playoff contender and a championship. And I and I and I and, I, and, I, and I'm starting to to not understand kind of what Raphael Stone is doing either. You know, Raphael Stone. This guy's like a ghost. Like he shows up twice a year to answer questions. At least Daryl Morey, for all the good and bad with Morey, he was he was always available for the media. Like Rafael Stone has doesn't have to answer to anything, you know? Like I just don't know what Harvey, if you get the number one pick in the draft, who do you want? Oh crap! You gonna put me on a spot like that? Well, that's what we do here at the Dream Shakes. Okay. I'll, uh, Oh man, cause Christian Wood ain't no sinner, man. We gotta take shit. I, I feel you, Harvey. I'm gonna move <laughs> on to the next speaker round. I appreciate you, my brother. Come on, anytime. No thank you, thank you, thank you. You got it. Uh, anything before we uh, move on to the next speaker, Adam? No, thanks, a lot. my man. You are always welcome, my dude. Oh, 
right, let's move on to our next speaker. Mike, good friend, dear friend, second cousin of the show. What's going on? How's it going, boys? Oh, uh, well, you know, it's it's decent. It's decent. What's going I on? Was, uh, I was in the building for this one, and it was a stinker. No sure. shit. You were in Denver. Yeah, okay. I was. I, I live in Denver currently, but uh, it, was, uh, okay. it was a tough, tough L. How many, um, uh, how many Rockets fans were in the building tonight? Would you? There was a estimate? decent amount. There was a decent okay. amount. Okay. It wasn't too bad. The Rockets during the uh, national anthem had a pretty good show in there. Um, you know, it was like, you can tell by the body. Like I was sitting right behind the bench and the body language of the team is very just like they're going through the motions. At least how I felt it. Like I think it was cool to see some of the G League guys like Deshaun Nix and Queen get in and get a chance to play. But again, coming back to it, like I would really just love to see Jalen featured more. Like he, you see him get on a little bit of a spurt and then they just stop playing through him. I just don't understand it. I doesn't make sense to me. This is only the second season that of my adult life, which I'll consider after age 21. So two years out of the last 10 where I'm sitting there watching the game tonight and I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't wait for the season to be over. I'm right there with you. You know, it's, and it's sad because do I want to continue to watch Jalen green play? Yes. But I know what's going to happen night in and night out at this point, you know, like you're going to continue to play through Christian wood, which you shouldn't. They're going to continue to have, I mean, Christian wood got bodied tonight by DeMarcus cousins. And I like made, I, I like Boogie Cousins. I like Boogie Cousins a lot as a player. I think the, he got an unfair rap here. Yeah. The crowd was loving Boogie Cousins the whole night. He was having like they made we made him look like an all-star again. Like, there was no help defense. We were just playing light in in the post. It was very sad. It was a tough game. Um, but you know, I think overall. Um, I'm ready for for the next phase of this, but um, like I'm, not even, I'm not even looking forward to the draft at this point. Like, and this is going to change. <laughs> like, my take is going to change. I would say by Sunday, but like tonight, the way I'm looking at this at this roster, why should I trust Raphael Stone? Like, what, give me. I like Shingun. I like Christopher. But the coaching staff that they have, I don't trust to develop these guys. So that even is, if you go get a guy like Jabari Smith, who I think is the best player in the draft, and quite frankly, yes. my, I don't even think it's close. Like, yes. do you trust that they're going to help develop him? Like, what guy on this roster outside of the mental side of John Lucas can help a guy like Jabari Smith develop? I, I think Will Weaver is not a bad coach. I like they have the worst defense famous. in the league. I know, but they they're just all so young. Like, okay. like this is their first. It, it, like they have so many people that are under like playing. Like they're not playing a lot of their veterans. Like outside of just this was this was a game where they got absolutely shellacked by a very undermanned Denver team. Like it's this is this is how this the rest of the season is going to go. So we just have to accept it. Enjoy the spurts that we have. Like there's no other sports. The Texans are abysmal. The Astros aren't playing for another six months. Like this is all we have. I hate to say it, but just gotta enjoy it. Well, I mean, dude, I 
I'm just, I'm, I'm at the point now where it's like, you come on the show and it's like, I want to give the people that are so, uh, loyal to the show, something different to listen to. Like, and we'll yeah. do that over the next week or so where we'll start talking a lot more draft. Yeah. But when you break down this game individually, it's like, what, what other feeling can you have besides anger? Besides just subdued anger, because that's what it is. That's what this team drives you to because yeah. there's no adjustments. There's no, okay, this is my offense this night and we're not going to change it at all. And I don't right. disagree with making wholesale changes. I'm not that type of fan. And I'm like, okay, the entire offense sucks because you just played Utah tough, you know, yeah. but then oh, no. you come out tonight and you just, in the second half, you laid an egg. And that's, was, the, was, that's, that's the same thing that they've done in, in games past. It, it was even They're a, a terrible second half. Team. It was even a blowout. It, 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 but it felt like one, even though it wasn't. Like we literally normally in most games, being an away fan, like for, for the last part of a decade, being an away Rockets fan, like this was probably the least heckled I've ever been because people just, I like, felt bad for us, you know? You're just like, well, you know, here's here's just the Rockets. We're just p- pushed past them. It is what it is. I will say this. Um, you know, I, I think there were some bright spots on some of the other players that, you know, had some shots. It's it's good to see that Jalen Green is still playing within rhythm, and that's super exciting. And, you know, I hope he continues to build on it. I, I will say this. I would love to see Josh Christopher not have his regular couple turnovers. He just has, like, Every game, it seems like the last like few games he's had, just a couple of really boneheaded turnovers, just throwing it out he, of bounds or that kind of thing. It's just really frustrating, he, but he doesn't get consistent minutes. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't get consistent minutes. The, I mean, the rotation of this team, you know, imagine this, how much more, I mean, you were in the, in the building tonight, right? What if I told yep. you the rotation tonight was Tate, Porter Jr., Jalen Green, KJ Martin Jr., Shingoon, Matthews, Christopher, Nix, and David Nawaba. And you you didn't even play Christian Wood and Eric Gordon. And the team lost by 30 points, but you got consistent run and shots from all the young guys. Would your opinion of this game change at all and why? I would absolutely change because I would feel like we're getting some development where like they're learning sets and how the offense should run. That's not what happened. And, you know, it is, it, like I said, it is what it is. Like we're, this is how a lot of these games are going to go again. This was not like, this was a very depleted Denver Nuggets team. And we barely even like kept up with them the whole game. Well, they didn't, I mean, they didn't, dude, they didn't even play Jokic. No, they didn't have Jamal Murray. Will Barton had an okay game, and they made Boogie Cousins look like an all-star again. Well, I mean, Jermichael Green had 14. Aaron Gordon had 12. Will Barton had 11. DeMarcus Cousins had 31. Uh, they some, had like Something named Bones Highland had 11 points. And by the way, when he shoved K.J. Martin for no reason, that should have been an all-out brawl. I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, dude, at this point, like the most excitement that we've had all season was what happened at halftime in uh, when KJ, uh, when uh, Kevin Porter Jr. left the arena. 
That's how you know this team is just in a state of crap and garbage. Because that's what it is, Mike. I mean, that's where we are. There's no way around it. If you looked at them, like, sitting where I was, like, they were just, by the end of it, just joking with each other. Like, I think they're checked out, to be fair. I think it's they're going through the motions at the end of the year, and it's sad to say, but that's how I felt. But I will say this. Good to see my man Craig Ackerman and, and Ryan Hollins. Um, they were given some of the fans some love and some attention, and we really appreciate that. So if you guys are listening, we appreciate you. See, that's awesome. And you know what, man? Even listening, I'm, you wouldn't, I'm sure you, you weren't listening to the broadcast. Craig Ackerman sounds completely checked out. And anybody knows that, anybody who knows Craig Ackerman, I've been listening to Ackerman, I mean, since I can remember. Oh, yeah. Knows that this guy is a homer. I mean, he's a Rockets fan. He went to Sam Sam Houston State. Uh, I'm fairly certain. Um, He's worked for the Rockets for 20 plus years. Like, he's a fan. And you listen to him talk about this team, it's a dejected Craig Ackerman. Yeah, it was a deflating game start to finish. But those, though, I will say this, those guys took some time during halftime, during the break, stood up, talked to the Rockets fans around. It was it was cool to see. So they're listening. We appreciate you guys. Mike, it's a pleasure as always. My always. Man. Yeah, you take Thanks, care, brother. man. All right, see you. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. I appreciate y'all so much for hanging out with me here on a uh, what is it? Friday night. We will be back live here. I should say I will be back here live solo on Sunday. So come hang out with me as we are going to be live after the Rockets Grizzlies game from inside of Toyota Center. Uh, Six o'clock tip. So approximately 830 to 845. We'll be live here on Spotify Greenroom. If you are on Twitter, uh, hey, uh, head on over to the uh, Dream Takes uh, profile at the Dream Take. You can follow the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow me personally at BSW Podcast underscore MB. You can follow my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. If you're on Facebook, search the Dream Shake. Uh, go ahead and give us a like there and head on over to thedreamshake.com every day for all things Houston Rockets. Once again, your unhappy Final from Denver tonight, 116 to 101. Till next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.